welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 51. Chapter 3. Every hour wounds, the last one kills. Old saying. There was a thin young woman behind the counter at the Motel America. She told Shadow he had already been checked in by his friend and gave him his rectangular plastic room key. She had pale blonde hair and a rodent-like quality to her face that was most apparent when she looked suspicious and eased when she smiled. Most of the time she looked at Shadow, she looked suspicious. She refused to tell him Wednesday's room number and insisted on telephoning Wednesday on the house phone to let him know his guest was here. Wednesday came out of a room down the hall and beckoned to Shadow. "'How's the funeral?' he asked. "'It's over,' said Shadow. "'That's shitty, huh? You want to talk about it?' "'No,' said Shadow. "'Good,' Wednesday grinned. "'Too much talking these days. Talk, talk, talk. "'This country would get along much better if people learned how to suffer in silence. "'You hungry?' "'A little. "'There's no food here, but you can order a pizza and they'll put it on the room.' Wednesday led the way back to his room, which was across the hall from Shadow's. There were maps all over the room, unfolded, spread out on the bed, taped to the walls. Wednesday had drawn all over the maps in bright marking pens, fluorescent greens, and painful pinks, and vivid oranges. And that's our page. Alright, so, chapter 3 begins here, and it opens with a pretty great quote. Every hour wounds, the last one kills. I tried really hard to find a source on this. It seems to be translated from Latin, vulnerant omnia, but... Oh, oh, nope, wrong. Vulnerant omnia ultima necat. But I can't find an actual source for where it comes from initially. The... Google results are pretty heavily front-loaded with Neil Gaiman and American Gods results, and even taking those out of the Boolean search, I get a lot of empty quote sites that don't actually give you any source. So, probably Latin could be more recent, and then someone reverse-translated it into Latin, I'm not sure. It's a pessimistic view of life. And a decade or so ago, I probably would have tried to argue that it was realistic. But to a certain point, it is true. Every hour of your life, you die a little more. God, 5.30 in the morning, I'm dark. It fits within questions the book will be raising about how gods come into being and how they can eventually die. These are also issues that were raised in Sandman, uh, especially around the Brief Lives arc. Shadow attempts to get Wednesday's room from the rodent-faced woman who works the desk at the Motel America, but she's suspicious of Shadow, insists on calling Wednesday herself, so Shadow has to wait. And generally, I would probably tack this up to being motel policy or corporate entity policy or something like that, but anytime stuff like this happens in the book, I've got to consider racial motivations if it happens around Shadow, and there's nothing in the text one way or another to suggest this, so I'm probably imagining it, but it's just something we really need to pay attention to in how the world treats Shadow 
I also think, though, that if I was expecting a friend to show up or an employee, as Wednesday was, I would probably inform the front desk that, hey, this guy's going to be here, and it's okay if you tell him where I am, especially because I'm directly across the hall from the room. <sighs> For not the last time, Wednesday is a dick. And uh, Wednesday gets to show off this dickitude just a few lines down when he complains that everyone talks too much in the United States, which is really funny because they really don't. I mean, I guess people do talk too much, especially if you turn on the news. But about things that really matter, people don't talk enough about. And it's okay for Wednesday to talk. He talks pretty much nonstop in most of the scenes where we see him. But... Ugh, I don't know. I know he's been around, like around. I mean, as a as an American rebirth of Odin, he's been places and seen things. But I feel like he should know that Americans are generally really good about locking up their feelings and not talking about their deeper issues. I also noticed that there's more color on the page, uh, this time coming in the form of highlighters. Wednesday's walls are covered with maps, and they're all marked up with various colors of highlighters. We don't know why at this point, but later he'll be calling on various gods and goddesses throughout the country, so it would make sense that he would have some kind of madman map wall in 2001, especially because GPS wasn't as widely available. Wednesday probably wouldn't have a GPS unit, especially since we just met the technical boy, in everything but name at least, and that would definitely fall under his purview as one of the new gods. A lot of the technologies would also fall under the new gods in one form or another, so Wednesday is squarely in the realm of the old gods and has no use for things like that. There's not a whole lot else to talk about on the page, so for now, you can get in touch with us at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues that we use as our theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember... Only the gods are real.